This episode is brought to you by Smart Food. What makes Smart Food so smart? It's Air Pop popcorn, tossed in white cheddar cheese, only 70 calories per cup, a notorious black bag of popcorn deliciousness. You are what you eat. Welcome to the Smart Club. Shop now at snacks.com. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no. She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner. Doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Welcome to WrestleWolf. This is Aftershock, our NWA review and chat podcast coming to you via the WrestleWolf Wrestling Network. I am Dr. Damien Gibson, and I am well and truly going to be doing these NWA episodes on my own. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, I promise you guys that when NWA got a weekly show back up and running, that I would do a, um, a quick sort of review podcast. And they're doing it, and so I'm doing it. Or are they doing it? Uh, this is the question myself and and uh, my best mate Lucas were asking each other after we watched it together. So it's the it's a clip show of their prime time shows that they're involved in uh, on Fight. So if you uh, as Jim Ross would say, you've got uh, a TV subscription, you got yourself a smart device, you're in the game. Uh, so you can watch Primetime. It's something that they do with uh, Hollywood Wrestling and a couple of other promotions. Um, I have watched a couple of them. They're not bad. Uh, and this is a clip show of that. Now, if you didn't know um, that prime time existed then this would be a relatively okay um product like it would be you know it would make uh you would well i mean you wouldn't know so you'd be like oh well nwa doing a new show and they're putting it out on youtube and that's great it goes for about half an hour um which i know i bang on about uh runtime uh being a professor of runtime but um it seems short uh, <laughs> look, I, I understand it's been a really difficult year. Um, I understand that key personnel have been lost at NWA uh, because of the coronavirus. I know that Billy Corgan is heavily involved in Smashing Pumpkins stuff at the moment and has been over the last year or so. But, I mean, he has been in the past and, and they managed to get power up and running. I, I just... I'm not going to bag NWA. I like them too much, and I'm a big, too big a fan to really go to town. But I would just, 
it feels like at the moment they're trying to double dip. You know, they've got they're asking people to become Patreon uh, patrons on their through via Patreon, and you can get Shockwave early, which is great. That's a great idea. But when it's already aired, I mean the the matches from this show aired two months ago. So you're kind of asking the rusted on NWA fans to pay twice like I have. I paid for the primetime shows and then I signed up to be a Patreon, not knowing what Shockwave was going to be, getting my early access show and going, oh, well, these are shows that I've already watched. And I'm sure there's a lot of NWA fans out there right now who feel the same way. Um, it'll get to the point where... Well, maybe it won't. I was going to say that it will get to the point where Shockwave will, will catch up to uh, these primetime shows, but they won't really because um, the primetime shows go for a lot longer than Shockwave do, so they can sort of keep doing this forever. I suppose what happens is that you, the majority of people are probably going to drop off um, buying that content on fight i will be i'm happy to support nwa via patreon that you know i'm happy to support them full stop um i i i can't help but feel i i sort of joke around about this a lot on on our aw show but given recent developments on aw uh aew this week i don't think my conspiracy theories are that far from the truth I still think NWA are going to be involved with AEW and now impact in some shape or form. I think the other promotions in America are so sick of uh, WWE's dominance. And I think there's enough people in all of those promotions who have been burned by the McMahons that they would be happy to form a coalition to become the number one uh wrestling promotion on earth even if it is you know government by coalition you have three shows during the week you have all those wrestlers appearing on each other's shows great get ring of honor involved as well you can have four um i just where i'm going with this is i I just don't know if i don't know if shockwave is i just i think people want to see a weekly show doesn't necessarily have to be live it could be pre-recorded but it needs to be content that hasn't been shown somewhere else shockwave reminds me of you know when i was a kid and i had to watch you know this week in wwe or wwf it would have been um you know you got three minutes of four matches and you weren't sure when these ma- like had did this match happen this week or six months ago <laughs> um it's a bit of that. Um, so look, I'll continue. I'll continue to do it because it's the NWA, and I said that I would. But um, there is some talk about us doing an Impact show, uh, which Matt and I will talk about more today, given the um, what's happening. And I still have this feeling that NWA are going to be involved in that somehow. Um, I mean, the NWA Women's Championship is being defended on AEW television all the time. So, um, 
Yeah. Be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, we're already at six minutes and I haven't spoken about the show. The it looks okay. Um, you essentially, yeah, you you essentially. It's hosted by Joe Garley, uh, who basically gives you a short description of what's been going on with the storyline or feud, and then throws to the match, which has been filmed as a, a part of the um, primetime fight show. Uh, the first match we had was uh, Eli Drake defeating Jordan Cruz uh, with Gravy Train. Eli Drake is so charismatic, it's not funny. It makes sense that he was the first match here to, to get rusted on NWA viewers excited. Um, yeah, not not a huge amount to say about Jordan Cruz. Looks like he's got uh, some skills, but the the match itself really didn't. Um, I don't know. It really didn't float my boat. Eli Drake is someone that um, really gets things going when there's a crowd there. And that's not his fault. That's not NWA's fault. But, um, you know, um, you know, he he interacts with the crowd a lot. And when there's no crowd there, it just kind of falls short. And so, I don't know, it it didn't necessarily get off to the best of starts (laughs) for me. yeah. Also, the fact that you know Jordan Cruz, like, I, I don't know. You know, uh, we might learn to get to know him, but I don't know who you are, so I didn't really care that much. Next up, we've got uh, Camille defeating uh, Heath Monroe, who is from uh, Hollywood Wrestling. So we don't even have a NWA female wrestler wrestling on NWA Shockwave. And this is kind of where my criticisms lie. I mean, it's not even an NWA show. I know NWA is the kind of thing where they have independent wrestlers coming in and out and blah, blah, blah. Um, But if the only female wrestler you've got left is Camille, then, you know, I mean, Thunder Rose is still an NWA wrestler, I think. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, um, you know, Camille was shown off to be a beast here. Um, she's been doing even more work on her body in the time away. Um, and it's still Nick Aldis's insurance policy. Uh, but it appears that NWA are, are going to try and push her to what at the moment? Who knows? <laughs> um, and then the, the headline match was the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match uh, versus Nick uh, well, between Nick Alderson and Mike Bennett. Uh, you may know Mike Bennett as Mike Canellis from WWE. Um, yeah. This match was actually genuinely good. It was a good match. Uh, Nick Alderson and Mike Bennett both cut promos <clears throat> during the course of Shockwave that were both pretty good. Bennett's probably went on a little bit too long. Uh, Nick Alders got the win uh, via the Kingsleaf Cloverleaf. Um, Mike Bennett had a couple of moments where uh, his wife Maria uh, showed him the belt and he grabbed the belt and he thought about using it to cheat and then he couldn't. He just couldn't because he wanted to do things the right way. So there was a bit of storytelling here um, and there needs to be a lot more of this if people are... If Shockwave is going to start getting back up to the 
250, 300,000 views um, that uh, that Power was getting. And that, I'll probably close on that. Um, the thing that got me drawn to NWA Power, and I think, you know, mates of mine who can't... Li- you know, I think if you haven't listened to the one other NWA show that I've done on the channel, um, you know, the backstory is that I came across NWA. I mean, I knew the name NWA because I love wrestling, but I was like, oh, Billy Corgan bought that. I didn't really, you know, and I was sort of getting into the AEW stuff. And so I watched All In and blah, blah, blah. And Nick Aldis was on that against Cody Rhodes. And I was like, this is a great match. Who is this Nick Aldis guy? Having not really ever watched any TNA or anything. Uh, and then I, like, it was the beginning of lockdown and I watched, like, every episode of Power in, like, two weeks <laughs> and just became an instant convert. And I think what drew people to that show was the old NWA 80s set. Um, there's just something magical about that studio that, that just gave vibes of... Um, it, it was more than reminiscing it wasn't just like oh well you know this reminds me of the 80s so this is great there was a familiarity and a comfortability there that that lent itself to that but they i mean they had a really good roster at the time as well eddie kingston ricky starks nick eldis uh eli drake um god there were so many more um tim storm was in there and um it was just good. It was just good. Ziggy Doris. Um, and a lot of those guys are still NWA people, but a lot of them have gone to AEW. Um, uh, Wade Barrett, I'm having trouble remembering his real name uh, rather than his slave name, has gone back to WWF, you know, and is doing stuff for NXT now. So, it, it, you know, you can trust on Vince to come and pick a couple of parts away from any winning formula. Um I think, you know, there's probably enough people who aren't in the know enough to watch Shockwave and, and look at it and go, oh, fuck this, you know, because the production values film-wise are probably a bit better than, than what Power were. Um, but, I th- yeah, I'll be interested to say, I, I'm, I'm barracking for it to get... This wasn't bad, but I was disappointed because I had seen the content before. If I hadn't seen this content before, then I would have been quite excited, uh, excited, uh, excited for it. But um, I, I'm still holding my line that I think NWA Power needs to return and it needs to be done out of that studio. Um, I don't understand why it can't be. Um, you just take the crowd out of there. Because you're filming, Billy Corgan's whole thing is that we wanted to keep the uh, crew and everyone safe. Cool. Um, very, yes, you should. Um, and they've pretty much been the only wrestling promotion who have shut down um, during the course of this pandemic. And you've got to applaud them for that. And it, it's cost them. But I don't understand why when they got to the point of well we're we're going to do wrestling again why they didn't go straight back to that studio and what is going on with the women's division essentially being a part of AEW now there's a lot of questions to ask billy corgan um i was part of a q a session uh with aaron stevens during the week um 
and uh, asked if there was any chance that he would be defending his tag team titles on AEW. Uh, and he very brilliantly answered uh, in kayfabe that he's only just won the titles. He's not going to be defending them anywhere. Um, so, I don't know. That was kind of a cute answer. I, I think that very well, The you know... <laughs> I mean, he's kind of, he, was, he was doing the interviewing character in kayfabe. So, like, let's not try and take too much out of that. But uh, Aaron Stevens is another one on the list as well of great talent. So, um I suppose we've all just got to be patient and see what happens with Shockwave. The only thing I worry about as well is that if we everyone gets used to Shockwave and they do that for 10 weeks and then that's taken away, we go back to power and people are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you've got to have um, consistency of communication. But anyway... Um, you can watch all of these matches on YouTube, they're, uh, NWA putting them up on their Twitter. Um, you can watch them on, you can pay for it and watch it on Fight TV if you want. Um, (laughs) anyway, NWA show is back. I'm happy to be talking about NWA. I love Nick Aldis. I think he's such a star, could be anything, anywhere. Um... And has literally basically been a, a you know for the majority of time that Billy Corgan has had that NWA name uh, has been a one man company, <laughs> um, you know outside of Power and and now Shockwave. So uh, let's hope that um, Billy and the gang put uh, some money back into it and really get behind it again. It was really starting to kick off and it was very exciting and I. And I hope the NWA can get back to that. But let's see. We'll do it together. Um, uh, I'll be hoping to get these episodes out earlier in the week from now on because I will be getting the episodes that drop a day early compared to the rest of everybody watching on YouTube. So, um, yeah, and we'll try and keep the episodes about 15, 20 minutes long. So, anyway, it's good to be back. Good to be talking NWA. Uh, And until next time, brother friends... Pepe is dead.